Welcome to season two of Living Fullness, a podcast where two friends explore what it means to live out the Christian life. My name is Dina Constantine. And my name is Father Sean Burns. And every week we look more closely at deepening friendships, intentional relationships, growth in virtue, and nurturing our spiritual lives. We hope by sharing our learning, reflections, and experiences, this podcast will serve you in living your life to the full. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Living Fullness Podcast. How are you, Sina? I am doing really well. We've um, had a pretty epic last few months here at Virtue Ministry. Mm-hmm. We've been doing, um, we do like formation sessions together as a team once a month. And cool, cool. The last four months we've been focusing on the Virtue Challenge. So we've nice. taken up the four cardinal virtues and looked at specific ways that we can grow in different sub-virtues each week. That's so really we've awesome. just hit the end of that four-month period. Congratulations, like, VMT. Yeah. yeah. So it's been really, really awesome to hear how the team's been going. So, yeah, really, really good times. Beautiful. What about you? How are things going with you? Yeah, going well, going well. I, I just recently um, went to a uh, uh, an ecumenical event, another ecumenical event. Another one. Uh, this one was uh, Evensong at the Anglican Church. So we can we can sort of do that together. Oh. Um, the, the Anglicans and the Catholics, we can celebrate that together. And uh, so... Um, uh, it was at the Anglican Church, and um, I preached, and uh, and Father Scott led the the the, the even song, and it was really great. Oh, yeah. cool! Yeah, yeah. So, uh, very very nice. Yeah, yeah. So, what are we talking about today? Well, would you believe we are up to Advent? No, not really. I don't believe it at all. Oh, well. I don't believe it at all. It's, it's, it feels like January occurred, oh, okay. and then all of a sudden. <laughs> It's now Advent, and yeah. I don't quite know what happened well, to the let me, let 10 me months in between. Bring you to reality. We are at Advent. Yeah. <laughs> Brace yourself. Uh, so we are on the first week of Advent. So Consider me braced. Yeah, good. Um, yeah. <laughs> Take a deep breath. Um, I know, it's all a bit fast. Gosh. It's all a bit fast, but here we are, which is exciting. It's yeah. a good yeah. thing. Do you know what the years are like at the moment? Mm. It's like the year begins, Yeah. and then it's like... Easter. Yep. <laughs> You're like, I don't know how that happened. Yep. And they're like, tax time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what has happened? <laughs> like, Halloween. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. Followed by, yeah. Advent. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand. Yeah. I don't, oh. Yeah, it's crazy. Gosh, it's crazy. It's, it's insane. It's crazy. Yeah. 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 And part of that is the calendar and just our lives being so busy. The other part is just commercialization. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Everything is up so much yes, quicker. That's right. <laughs> and so That's much right. sooner. It's exactly. madness. But anyway, coming back Sorry. to Sorry. Advent, we are in Advent now. So here we go. We are going to walk through a few different themes of the next uh, few weeks of oh, Advent oh. Um, and really trying to enter into this particular season that we're now in. So in this episode, we want to have a chat about hope. Oh. Hope is the first theme for the first week of Advent for I us. Like it. Yeah. So typically with like the Advent wreaths that we might uh, light during this season, we have like a purple candle to begin with. Oh. Um, <coughs> <laughs> purple, huh? It is purple. Purple. Purple candle. It's a violet. It's purple. (laughs) It is a violet candle. Nobody's making any comments about what you wear. Uh, It's about the candle. It's liturgical. (laughs) It's a liturgical thing. 
violet. Violet. Okay, we have fine. violet. Fine. We have a violet candle. Violet. We have right. a violet candle. As you can tell, Father Burns is ever so slightly... Uh, uh, Pedantic. Yeah, that's a good word. <laughs> Insufferable pedant might be another one. Uh, keep going. Sorry, I apologise. <laughs> okay, so the first candle that we light is a violet candle, and this one is for hope. The colour is also not only um, – like it, it could also remind us of a penitential season, mm-hmm. um, but also it's the colour of royalty, which is really fitting for the season that we're entering into mm. and to symbolise the hope of who we're waiting for as well. So really this is a period of being in anticipation of the coming of the Messiah. And I think sometimes we can get a little bit caught up in the here and now. We can get caught up in anticipating Christmas Day. Like it's this wonderful day where we can come together as family and friends and we get to, you know, we all have a day off and we get to hang out together and do fun things together, eat good food, um, really celebrate something. And, you know, we can acknowledge that, yeah, we're celebrating something that we feel like happened a long time ago. And so that's what we're sort of marking. Mm. Um, So it becomes a kind of a day of tradition. Mm. It becomes a, a festive day where some people might even say, you know, we're celebrating Jesus' birthday. <laughs> like, whoa, it's like this annual thing that we do, like everybody else's birthday. Yeah. And I think also more commonly now I'm starting to hear people say, well, actually, Christmas isn't really so much a thing for us anymore. We just do it for the kids now. Like mm. it's, it's about kids and it's about Santa and it's about presents. So I think we can get caught up in thinking that that's all Christmas is really about. True. That it's just about that celebration, just about that tradition, whatever that family tradition yep. might be. But actually, we need to go a little bit further. We need to dig a little bit past that to remember who we were actually are waiting for, were waiting for and are waiting for mm. in this season. Mm. Very much so. Now, I, I preface this by saying that I'm not anti-Advent calendar. I'm not anti-Advent calendar. In Mm -hmm. fact, Advent calendars can be a great way of tracking Advent. Mm -hmm. Um, Like Advent calendars don't need to be chocolate-based calendars. You can can actually have an Advent calendar which is quite liturgically oriented. But it it does strike me that all of the stores stock Advent calendars. Uh, All of the big W, Coles, Woolies, they all stock Advent calendars. Uh, And and it's all a lead-up to... Santa, or it's all a lead up to presents, or it's mm. all a lead up to to you know to, to, to this day of the twenty fifth. Like it's and and from one day to the next, it's basically an opportunity to get a chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's 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 that's if you're patient for twenty five days. That's if you're patient. That's right. That's right. That's if you're not like hmm, yes, I think I might just have two days worth today. Uh, well, you know, like obviously those things in aren't in and of themselves bad. I mean, if you'd like yourself a good advent calendar, go right ahead. But I think we just need to say, well, what are we anticipating? As you said, what are we preparing ourselves for? As we approach Christmas Eve, what's actually going on? You know, what what are our hearts getting ready for here? And and I often think of that hymn, "A Holy Night," mm, right? Mm. Um, Long lay the world in sin and error, pining. You know, uh, the, the world was pining for a saviour, you know, was, was longing for a saviour in this fallen and broken state. Uh, and, and in a certain sense, we're kind of, we're kind of, of, of reliving that pining. Yeah. 
kind of, you know, a, a sort of um, uh, longing for the coming of the Saviour, only on our end, it's the coming of the Saviour again. Mm. Uh, it's 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 the, the second coming that we're actually longing for, uh, particularly in the first few weeks of Advent. Mm-hmm. We're actually really focused on the Lord's coming once again. Uh, and uh, and so we're longing for this, pining for this coming again, uh, to, uh, to 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 for, for Christ to bring us to Himself in a in a radical and incredible way. And uh, um, so so we're we're really waiting on the Messiah to 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 come to us and bring us to Himself. Uh, and and it's this this reminder that only God is able to fulfill our human heart mm. uh, you know like the, this this period of advent where we're waiting for the second coming and where we're waiting for christ's coming at christmas is really this period where we recognize that the only thing that can that can satisfy our human hearts is the divine lord uh, and uh, so we need the love of the divine bridegroom uh, who unites us to himself Mm. Mm. I guess adding to that too, not only are we in anticipation and in this space of waiting and preparation for the second coming, but it's also a preparation for opening our hearts anew each and every day. It's also in recognition that we need him today in this moment, in the next moment. Um, So it's a preparation for that. It's not just... uh, a, a particular, you know, day that we're looking for with sentimental feelings associated no, with it. No. It's so much more than that. And the beauty for us, like for you and me today, the beauty for us is that we know Jesus already came. We have that. Like we, we know that he's already redeemed us. Mm. But that doesn't mean that we then can't prepare ourselves again no. to receive him again each and every day. Absolutely. And in fact, you might even say that 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 is the adequate preparation for a Christian expectation of the second coming. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. So how can we practice this hope, this looking forward uh, in our relationships? Well, firstly, uh, there's a spiritual preparation that we can, that we can undertake. So um, uh, you know, if... if if our hope is in the next life, if, the, if our hope is anchored in Jesus Christ, then our hope can't be anchored here on earth with temporal things. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, our hope becomes anchored in a, in a fleeting moment, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and and that's, 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 that's not being anchored. That's, mm-hmm. that's just kind of... <laughs> it's kind of the opposite floating. of being anchored. It's floating, <laughs> right? Uh, so um, so uh, the... The, uh, a spiritual preparation uh, for this season might involve penance and detachment. Mm. Uh, so seeking to actually, so perhaps the, the three pillars of Lent might actually also be good good pillars for for Advent as well. So um, penance, almsgiving, and prayer. You know, so taking the opportunity to to give something up this Advent as a way of actually saying, you know, what I want my hope not to be attached to this particular good over here good as it may be, I want my hope to be attached to the greatest good in the world, in the universe, which is Jesus Christ our Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, the second thing, uh, um, almsgiving. 
finding some way to bring the hope that sustains us into somebody else's life. Mm. And that might just be in, in, in an act of kindness where we image the face of Christ to another. Mm. Um, and then finally, um, uh, uh, prayer. Cultivating that relationship with, with, with God where we're actually giving him during these four weeks a bit of space to talk to our hearts because often our prayer is, is, is quite focused on requests and quite focused on, God, I need you to look after this person or this person or this person or this person, <laughs> which is great, yeah. which is awesome. We should definitely keep doing that. Yeah. Uh, but also, let's give him some space to talk to us. Yeah. You know, and and just, just to have that silence and that peace to say, God, I'm here, I'm listening. How do you want to move my heart today? Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. What do you want to say to me today? Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Uh, in terms of mentally, there are some things that we can also do. One of them, I think, is this period of anticipation, which I think is really underestimated. We have a world that's very fast-paced. Mm. Um, even, you know, we were joking before about how commercialized this season is. There's very little wait time between seasons True. before the next thing is placed in front of us. October 31st came. And on the 1st of November, yeah. I went into Griffith Shopping Centre. Yeah. Christmas everywhere. Yeah. Commercialisation. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 They're stocked and ready to go yep. the following day. Yep. <laughs> That's absolutely. crazy. Absolutely. That's crazy. So where does that leave us in the in-between? Well, it leaves us not experiencing that in-between. Mm. Mm. And we get so used to not having an in-between one thing to another yeah. that we forget what it actually feels like to be in that space of waiting and anticipation. It's almost like that's what we don't want in the world. Mm. Like that's being discouraged in our yeah. world. Yeah. So in this week, it's really important that we embrace that time of anticipation that we Absolutely. embrace that place which means what it means having to practice patience yeah yeah <laughs> it means really having to sit with what does it feel like to be in this in between stage where the thing that i'm longing for i'm looking forward to hasn't yet happened mm. and i'm not trying to fill it with something else in this moment i'm sitting in that in-between? Does yeah. it feel uncomfortable? Yeah. Okay, it feels uncomfortable. Yeah. Does it feel like I just want to get out of this space? I want to do something else. Okay, well, that's what it feels like. Yeah. Like whatever it feels like to acknowledge that and then to look for what is good in the present. Mm. So I think we spoke about this before when it comes to patience in a different episode. We can sometimes look at patience as this uncomfortable, unnecessary, unwanted thing instead of actually using it as an opportunity to embrace what's good in the present, mm. what we can actually be grateful for in the present. Um, because in that previous episode, we spoke about how patience actually tries to overcome whatever sorrow we might feel in that moment, which is what impatience is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so really embracing this season of anticipation mentally in the way that we think about the present moment. Awesome, awesome. The other thing that we can do is to set up some tactile um, or to, to engage in some tactile preparation. So um, we can set up some reminders to move from placing hope in self to placing hope in God. Scripture quotations, um, altars in our bedroom to, uh, you know, might have a little cross on it or something like that, you know. Um, this is where that Advent calendar can actually, can actually be, be quite helpful, yeah. can't it? You know, mm -hmm. absolutely. You know, it's, it's, it actually has a way of reminding us through the senses of that there's actually something greater than we currently think or feel. And in moments where we're tempted to, to move outside of anticipation 
and to move directly into, no, I just want this feeling of <laughs> Christmas right now. You know, I want this feeling right now. Well, yeah. well, just, just, you know, look at the altar. Look at whatever reminder you've got set up to say, actually, this period of anticipation, I don't want this to go to waste. Mm. I don't want this to be knocked away because if I can stick with this period of anticipation, this period in which I am hoping for the Lord to come again, where I'm hoping for the joys of Christmas, uh, then there's the the uh, that that hope will actually be that that hope that joy uh, will be more sweetly experienced uh, because it has been prepared for <laughs> spiritually, mentally, and even sensibly. Mm. Um, and, and by sensibly, I don't mean um, mm-hmm. sort of common sensibly. Mm-hmm. I mean sensibly is in through senses. the senses. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm. I guess also to talk a bit more specifically about, you know, our relationships with one another. So, Mm. you know, our relationships with our neighbour. Just being mindful of where we place our hope if we actually end up placing our hope in somebody Mm. else. Mm. Uh, There's nothing wrong with being able to depend upon someone else. Loyalty is a good thing. Dependability is a good thing. Responsibility is a good thing. But do we place all our hope in that other person and a good way to check in to see if we've actually done that is to ask yourself if this other person didn't come through on that particular thing that I depend Mm. on them for will I be completely gutted and by completely gutted do I mean like I'm probably not going to be okay for a while I may not even feel like I can move forward right now like Mm. am I going to be at that point and if that's happening then we can probably safely assume that we've placed our hope our total hope yeah in the wrong person which isn't fair for us to do because it's not good for us to place our hope anywhere else but in in god like that but it's also not fair on that person because that person is not perfect and we can't expect them to fulfill our desires and our hopes perfectly when we know that the only one who can do that is God himself. That's right. It's just it's too high of an expectation and anticipation to to expect that a human person who's fallible can fulfill our hearts as we desire. Yeah. 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 But uh, so well, look, that brings us to the end of our first Advent episode. And um, yeah, so we have a really special episode coming up next week we have a guest who's coming on the podcast and we are doing something a little bit different to what we normally do with our guest interviews this particular guest is bringing something really special with them to be able to share with us so make sure you jump back next week to watch and or listen to that episode and for our patreon supporters who've signed up to a higher tier you'll be receiving a small gift from us um, as well in association and in you know leading up to christmas just to say thank you for your ongoing support absolutely absolutely and i'm looking forward to this episode yeah you could say that it possibly this episode will be iconic yeah yeah, yeah it will definitely be a standout that's yeah. for sure mm-hmm. yeah yeah so that brings us to the end of this week's episode a truth beauty and goodness padre my niece graduated mm. yeah mm. yeah yeah, I spoke to her on Saturday. I was meant to go there, but the weather wasn't good and I couldn't make it. But um, but I spoke to her and uh, and she's really excited. Yeah. She's really excited. I mean, I think she's really glad that school's over. Yeah. <laughs> but I think she's also sad because she kind of enjoyed Aww. school as well. So yeah, she was very good at school. So, yeah. so uh, but yeah, she's, she's, um, she's graduated and um, uh, I'm so excited to see what's next for Eva. Because you might remember we had Eva on the podcast. Mm-hmm. A few months back, 
and she's just this outstanding human being. So, yeah. so um, uh, yeah, Eva has graduated. I think it's just it's yeah, it's so beautiful to see her reach that yeah. that, that incredible milestone. And she's the first niece or nephew. To she graduate is. She's the first it? niece or nephew to, to graduate. In fact, I can remember when I was in university, she was one or thereabouts, <laughs> and I was reading to her. I would come home from holidays and have to do some st- come home from uni and have to do some study. Mm. And uh, I'd be reading to her my economics notes oh. and uh, send her right to sleep. Oh, good. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> How fitting. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, but she's, she's, um, she's, she's graduated and uh, she's fantastic. Yeah. 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 How about yeah. yourself? Truth, beauty, goodness. Ah, for me, it's a book that I've just finished. Um, it is a more of a, like a retreat guide almost. It's called Set the World on Fire. Uh, and it goes through the four female doctors of the church nice. and sort of works a bit through their spirituality, what their relationship with Jesus looked like, uh, what their prayer life looked like, mm-hmm. and asks you to reflect on different things based on their way of life and awesome. what they were able to contribute to the way that we live out our faith, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. That sounds like an awesome read. Yeah, it's really good. It's really, really good. Definitely. It really gets you to think about things. Like, it gets me to think about things that I have never thought about before in terms of my own prayer life. Yep. Just based on those four female doctors' Mm. prayer lives, Mm. which. To start with, you're like, oh, yeah, sure, like, there's a few questions, whatever. But like each day mm-hmm. and there's during mm-hmm. the week, there's a morning prayer and an evening prayer that you're doing yeah. along with it. Yeah. So, yeah, it kind of gets a bit deep pretty quick. <laughs> the thing that I quite like about the idea of, of a book like that is that um, women have an eye for beauty, mm-hmm. um, like generally more than what men do. Not, mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's exceptions to the rule, mm-hmm. but generally women have an eye for beauty that we as men sometimes miss. Mm-hmm. And I'd be so keen to see the insights that they have um, uh, into who Jesus is mm. through that lens. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's just fascinating to see the, the – like they're four very different women. Mm. <laughs> mm. Very different women in love with the same God. Yeah. Like yeah. in love with the same Jesus. And, and their yet, expression is probably so different. It is. Yeah. It really is, mm. which is why it makes you think about things in a way that you've never thought about before yeah. because you're seeing it from different four different, yeah. That's really awesome. Yeah. yeah, it's really cool. So highly recommend if anyone's looking for a four-week personal retreat like to do in your own sort of personal time. Yeah. Highly recommend. All right. Well, that takes us to the end of the episode. Yeah, and we will catch you next week with our guest. Until then, know of our love and prayers. God bless. Thank you so much for joining us this week on Living Fullness. We hope that in this episode, there was something useful or helpful or something that blessed your life. If that is the case, would you please consider sharing this podcast with someone? Perhaps it will bless their lives too. Please also subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. That will also help others to find the podcast too. And join us over on our social media, Living Fullness on Instagram and Virtue Ministry on Facebook. Facebook.